Welcome to Extra Points with your host, Cousin Sal, and his pals, Dave Damashek and Charlotte Wilder. All right, welcome to Extra Points, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal coming to you with his good, good friends, Dave Damashek and Charlotte Wilder, who is on location. She's doing interviews for Fox Digital right now. Very busy. She will be back with us next week. But Dave... Coming into February 1st, we got through January. That was going to be the hard month. Thank God. Thank God that's over with. And now we're February 1st, Super Bowl week. Um, Capped off last night. I have to bring it up real quick. Big, big night in my family. The Royal Rumble. You don't watch the wrestling, Dave, do you? I'll be honest with you. No jive. My my prime for uh, WWE wrestling was back in the days of, it really peaked with the Hulkster V uh, Giant bout in WrestleMania three. I watched it on closed caption in the civic arena with 17,000 other wrestling fans. It was another age, Sal. You couldn't beat it. I know I've the greatest bout I've ever seen was not in fact Hulk versus uh, the giant. It was macho man V dragon, the penultimate fight of WrestleMania three up there in the Pontiac Silverdome, the greatest single match you could ever see. And I figured I'm going to get out now at the top. I can't, uh, I can't beat this. So, well, that's that was that. smart. I, I try to get out, but the kids, they drag you back in. And now, you know, I have all different ages here. I have a 15 year old, a 12 year old and a seven year old. And now the seven year old is really into it. And we have a Royal rumble pool at our house and it always leads to tears. It really does. Um, I've done it with my two older sons. There's 30 participants. So we get 10 names each. And at least like uh, the, 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 my middle kid lost three years in a row and cried and cried. And I tried to show a video of it and he went on my phone and he deleted them all. He deleted them all. I tried to nice. put them on. So now I'm like, all right, I'm definitely recording here. My littlest one wins Randy Orton RKO's edge. Edge is the first one. Uh, my littlest one drew number one. Edge throws RKO over the Randy Orton over the top rope and wins. And he's celebrating. And my wife is like, oh, thank God, the little one. We're not going to see him cry. But then in true heel heel fashion, I, I, I grab him and I throw him into the chair and he hits the hard part of the chair. I felt so bad. I didn't I didn't post this part. He hits the hard part of the chair and now he's crying and everyone's like, oh, what did you do? And but he comes back at me with with fury. Like you have when, when a seven year old yes. punches, they're at that level where they it's going to be a shot to the nuts. Or if you turn your back, it's hitting you directly in the spine. And I took three good spine shots, uh, and I, I I sold it pretty well. I, I'm trying to make it. Oh, Jim, Jim says he has it. Yeah, let's play it for Dave and see what he thinks. Here's my worried wife. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. That adds to oh, the drama. No. Fatto, yeah. what happened? Dad, you, you ruined this moment for him. This is his big moment. Checking his hip. Big, big smacks to the uh, to the back there. And yeah, like well, good, the good thing I have like sixty pounds of fat to uh, cushion the blow. But that was it. That was it. So congratulations, Harrison. You're the big winner of the pool. I love it. That's my you. guy, and uh, and I like also that he's very. It really is like. Uh, the uh, the Schwarzenegger cyborg versus the T-1000. He's a better version of you. He's learning <laughs> from your mistakes and your weaknesses. He knows how to solve you, deleting videos and everything else. Right. I support it. Yeah, there's too much going on in this house. But yeah, crazy time is for sure. 
Back to the uh, the Super Bowl. Here we go. Hey, we're going to have our own contest here Ooh. because there's a lot of losing, Dave. We talk about people winning all the time. People lose. They can go on FanDuel and win. There are some that actually lose. Um, and Jim we McKay are, told me about that when I used to watch uh, the open of... Um, the agony of defeat, yeah, right? right? Yeah, that happens, I hear. Do you think the guy with the, the going down the slalom there with the broken skis, he's still around? I'd, li- I'd like to interview him. It's an interesting is a, question. Is that guy alive? Yeah. Is it a foreign been, That would have been 50 years ago, so he's yeah. probably at least 20 when that happens. Borderline. Good question. Right. It's a All good right, prop bet. That gets us in the spirit of uh, Super Bowl prop bets. Is the agony of defeat guy dead or alive? Fun the bet. thrill of victory. Right. And the agony of defeat. And then you see a guy in a... In dun, a, a dun, 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 dun. What was that sport, too, by the way? The sport was, I think, like you. What do you mean? When the agony of defeat guy falls, what was that sport? Well, well, I, well it's come kind of skiing, right? That's well, what yeah. I'm saying. Well, the we know that, break. but what I don't was, know. Right, but I think it was like, was that Downhill? ski jumping? No, it wasn't that. Like he falls no? off a ledge. He falls off a ledge. Oh, he does. All right. If anyone has uh, info on this, hit us up at the extra points. I would game like to say about that. I, 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 I've, uh, I've queried this in the past, Sal, and now I, I throw it to you. Mm. You know, like if you don't know how to shoot a bat, if you've never played basketball before, you could go outside to the to the closest rim and and shoot a thousand fifty shots until one finally goes in. You can miss the first however many and then one goes in and then you're mm. out. What's the ski jump equivalent of that? Like how many like you can't oh, go I, out there yeah. and wipe out a thousand times. You can't just like I'm going to go down this giant hill of snow on my skis and launch myself into the sky and like. Mm. I mean, I'm probably not going to land for the first thousand, but so what? I'll just keep getting back up. Like, don't you? Die I never understood first... that. The the skateboarding is a lesser version of that. Right. The parkour parkour is insane. The trial and error involved there. Uh, first people to jump out of planes. I don't understand. I don't yeah. understand a lot of things, and uh, that's one of eating them. an but, oyster. You know, who was the first right. one to eat the oyster? This <laughs> that looks good. Wait, whoa, whoa! Look at this rock at the bottom of the sea. Wait a minute. It's if you really, really work hard at it and stab yourself repeatedly, you can crack yeah. that thing open. And inside is a viscous mess. Put that in right. your mouth. There you go. You, know, you have experience it? with that. New Orleans. Um, anyway, yes. All all risky propositions. Here's something, though, for your risky proposition. We are offering the extra points, extra chance, bad beat, buyback contest. You present us Sunday night or Monday morning with your losing FanDuel bet or parlay. And if we deem it to be the bet that causes us the biggest bedache, we're going to give you $5,555. Real money. $55,55 for Super Bowl 55 at our discretion. If you had the worst beat of the night, and you played it on Fandle, we're going to give you $5,555. And I talked to him yesterday. Harry is going to fly out and present it to you at your door. How about that? It's not enough, Dave, that you get that money. We got Harry flying out wherever he is. I think he's going to go Western Union. He's going to cash it. He's going to bring some money over there. And uh, and that's how you get it. Let's Pretty dress him up as Cupid and make him like <laughs> shoot it with an arrow at you. Yeah. You know, kind of thing. Just like in a big diaper, Harry. And a diaper. I like that. I wanted him to bring. Uh, I want him to have like um, extra prizes too that are uh, connected to the Extra Points podcast network, like uh, 
you know, a couple dozen lemon pepper wings in, in honor of the lemon pepper nice. parlay guys. Maybe he ca carries a live chicken. Forget about right. the wings in honor of uh, Jeff Schwartz, our friend who now has live chickens. Just see this uh, monstrosity walking through the streets with cash and chickens dead and alive and maybe a fruit basket for you from you, Dave, honoring the uh, top nice. fruits of the year. Right. Anyway, possibilities are endless. All, but 55, all hidden away, 55. all hidden away in his fat folds. That's the yes. surprise. Like, look, but wait, there's more. <laughs> and like, you take, well, look at what's hidden away in there. You know, Harry has agreed to do this. Now, let me ask you this. This needs to be documented. We have uh, Jim Cunningham, heel producer, Jim Cunningham, babyface Joel Solomon, Eddie Spaghetti and Michael Meatballs. Is anyone willing to fly out for a day to document this? Uh, Harry's journey. Let's see. What do you think? What are the no. Uh, no takers? Jim, you say no? No. I'm all in. I'll do it. Really? Yep. Michael's up. Meatballs steps up. All right. We may have to hold you to that, Michael. <laughs> it's, it's not the flying part I'm worried about. It's more being with Harry. For me. Yeah, of course. Of I'm course. That's that's the riskier one. All right, Spaghetti, you don't even have to answer because Michael's in. This is great. Ironic um, that Harry's name is Harry because the one thing he has going for himself right. aesthetically is not being overly hairy. No, I know. But you know the story about this, right? He got had a broadcasting degree. He he fancied himself a, an announcer and he wanted to be an announcer and he um he got a toupee. Uh, wait, at the end wait, of college, no, no, no. he was a very bald man. He got a toupee. He, uh, oh, this, we, we, this is Holy so, the, the Harry rabbit hole. And then, uh, it's one of those things that costs like a thousand dollars. And then you had to, you know, you have to kind of like maintain it at $300 every month. And he was like, screw that. And it looked like such a messy rat's nest by the end of, uh, whatever, six months. And then he decided, no, I want to be a professional gambler. So he ditched the internship in <laughs> CNN and kept driving west to uh, to Las Vegas. And the rest is history. Boy, and now oh he's boy. carrying live chickens. To and a, by to the losers. way, I, I yeah. uh, you know, no jive. I've not read uh, the Iacono epic yet. The, uh, mm. the Cousin Sal book that's out there for everybody to go get on Amazon and otherwise. Yes. But I assume you cover your journey out here, which is an interesting one, too. What I lured do. you out to Southern California? Yeah. I don't even know how I got out of it. I just, uh, you know, I follow Harry and I'm like, yeah, I'll go even further. You're in Vegas. I'll go to LA. But did yeah, you drive Kimmel across the country? No, 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 no. I, I, um, I flew. It was safe to fly back then. I think Let's I do that. As soon as football season or I don't know, or COVID allows. drive across so that's country. That's what we should do. We should all just load up and go visit sports America together. I love it. I love the idea. I can't even get Jim Cunningham to fly for one day with Harry. How are we going to, how are we going to drive? Um, he's turning anyway. Jim, the producer is really turning is, is taking on the look of a, of a legitimate recluse. I mean, he really <laughs> is like, he has divorced himself from societal oh. norms. <laughs> he's Jared Leto, right? With yeah. which Jared Leto, uh, role are you looking to play? Not getting good. It's getting, it's Charlie going Manson. in the wrong direction. I'm afraid. Charlie Manson <laughs> hot this year. Uh, Dave mentioned it. I wasn't going to say anything. You can't lose them all uh, available on uh, at Barnes and Noble. And um, what did we say? Amazon. I'm just trying to make Jeff Bezos an extra few bucks. I want him to I want Generous. him to break even, you know, head above water uh, this year. But anyway, yes, you can't lose them all. I'm told that I'm like on the borderline, Dave, for bestseller, New York Ooh. Times bestseller. What a joke that would be, right? That yeah. kind of uh, invalidates everything. Joke's on you, everybody who worked hard and took on a conventional um, <laughs> career path. Right. Sal, exactly. got a, uh, Sal got a law degree 
as a joke and then uh, and then burned it and then started cracking wise, throwing cold cuts at people and all that sort of jive. And look at him. He's an he's a successful uh, an successful author. I don't know what kids of the 21st century are supposed to glean from this, but I don't know either. I don't know. I still get agony of defeat. I don't know what punched in the spine every Sunday night. So it's not all good, (laughs) but, uh, Hey, in addition to our extra points, extra chance, um, contest, our bad beat buyback where someone's going to win $5,555 in keeping with the 55 thing, Fandle celebrating the 55th edition of the big game with 55 to one odds. Fandle sports book. Yes. New users can bet on either team, the Bucks or the Chiefs, and get 55 to 1 odds. Five bucks gets you 275. You pick the winner of the big game this Sunday. I don't get it. I don't know. I'm, uh, you know, I thought I knew math. I don't know how they could afford, Dave, to give out 55 to 1 odds on basically a coin flip of a game, right? Easy yeah. to use, easy to register, easy to deposit, easy to find your bet, odds, boosts, specials. We're going to go over all the props. Uh, every day and big super boost age weekend live betting. Place your bet fast during game. See a trend you like. Do it. Uh, Got to be 21 older in Colorado, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, West Virginia, and Virginia. You know, they give the two letter abbreviations for each state, and I feel like I'm going to stumble on any of them, but uh, Iowa. I A I L Illinois. It's like I'm the periodic I'd love to, table. I'd here. love to give you that quiz. I'd love to see if you could pass that quiz. The um the the, codes? Are, the, the arm the the M's are where it gets a little tricky when they stand by themselves. If you have them in front of you on a piece of paper, but all the states with an M, what the second yeah. letter is? Those Missouri M O. I don't know. Okay, Michigan, good for M-I. you. That one gets tricky. So because like yeah, in a vacuum. If you just say Missouri to a lot of people, they just go like, am I right? Well, no, not correct. Right. Oh, and crap. If Missouri's M-O, then what? Montana is M-A? Is that right? No. See, no. already screwed it up. M-T? There you go. Okay. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Use promo code extra points. Get started. That's FanDuel Sportsbook. It's Mississippi. Promo code What's Mississippi extra sound? points. That's got to be M. What's Michigan? Oh, it can't be M-I because it's Michigan. So uh, M-S. MS, right? That's unfortunate. Now we're we're stuck with that. Hey, you Uh, mentioned uh, the big game, the 55th edition. It occurs to me. Here's another quick trivia question for you, Sal. Off the top of my head, I could completely be wrong, which is the best kind of trivia question, is when the asker doesn't know the answer himself. That's that's the greatest guy in society is the guy who loves to ask trivia questions but doesn't know the answer himself. Um, However, if Frank Clark, number 55, were the MVP... Mm. He would join at least one person I can think of who wore oh. the number of the Super Bowl that he was just named the MVP in. Well, is wait it a 12? second. No, I can't. No, I can't. No, I can't. Take it back. Is Bradshaw 79? Bradshaw and the, the Rams Super Bowl? No, no who that won was that? 14. That was Super Bowl 14 against the Rams. And then uh, in 13, number 12 was the MVP against your number 12, Roger oh, Staubach. And I was just going to say number 12 in number 12, but of course that was Harvey Martin and Randy White, the only split winners of it ever. Right, but if you subtract their numbers, still don't get there. Maybe never. I don't know if it's ever happened now that I think about it. We're going to get to that game. Frank, do it. Uh, Goff, Stafford, big trade this weekend. I heard. Goff, you get a number one, a 2022 number one, a 2023 number one, and a 2021 number three. He goes to Detroit. 
and the Rams get Matthew Stafford. And I don't know if you heard this, but Matthew Stafford and Clayton Kershaw went to high school together, and uh, now you have two LA. We got a lot of that. There's a lot of that. We're gonna hear that coming up. Please, Trades unofficial Dodgers, yet. do it for us. Trade Clayton Kershaw. No one wants to hear about this crap. So we have to hear about their time in Texas high school. Um, couple things I liked about this. Stafford said he would have gone anywhere but New England. <laughs> That's the best. That's the best. Want to know what a jerk you are, Bill Belichick? This much of a jerk. No, no, no. Of yes. course, of course, everybody had to jump in immediately upon hearing this news and make it about Matt Patricia because Matt Patricia and Matthew Stafford weren't great pals in Detroit. But of course, that ignores the fact that it's not as though Matt Patricia is going to be out there on the practice field and otherwise yeah. in, in Stafford's ear. They can have uh, they can have as little a relationship as possible had it been. Um, Patricia in Foxborough. Patricia a, back in New England. Yeah. Yes. Right. I'm sorry. Right. right. Yes. If you would have said this is about Belichick. And as I say, do you think Bob Knight could have recruited anybody uh, with his hardo style if that team was under 500 every year? No, you must be successful for anyone be, to sure. be willing to sign on to this crap. Yes, and that guy. Ask, yeah. There are players on the Patriots who will tell you, yeah, it wasn't that much fun, but the fun is in winning championships, and that's why it's great. That's why you sign on. But like Lane Johnson pointed out, I'd rather win one title with the Eagles or otherwise than win multiple in the Patriots system because it's no fun. It is ultimately condescending. There is a there is a balance to be struck here. Yes, you're being paid great sums of money. Just do your job. I get it. Yeah, it's not about whether or not you're having fun, professional athlete. It's fun enough that you're making millions of dollars playing football for a living. Right. On the other hand, it's awfully condescending and so without any hint of passion and goes against all Rudy and Newt Rockney and all that kind of stuff like to just do your job, just do your job. It's like, ugh, what are we all robots? It's no fun at no, all. No, none of us are robots. And robots. Then this, that that and doesn't this even exist that way. I love it. I love that this is <laughs> like, as long as you're winning, you'll get some percentage of people who are like, all right, I'll go do that in exchange for a ring or career rehab or I'm not that good. I wasn't drafted. Nobody saw it. So now I'm in this system and I'll make hay and show everybody doing it the Belichick way. But when you're losing, who wants to go be a part of that mess? I, I mean, I know we keep talking about it, but this year... And Belichick is intent on proving everybody as everybody talks about Brady. See, he didn't need Belichick. Belichick is intent on proving those people wrong. 2020, 20, we're just into it now. We haven't even played the Super Bowl yet. And yet this is a massive season upcoming next oh, yeah. season. Oh, Who's he gonna get? We're, we're, we're talking odds. We're talking so many odds for next year. It was like, oh my God, we haven't even finished this year. It's like uh I was saying it's like the uh, the jockey for Seabiscuit turning to the horse next to him and the jockey saying, hey, who's going to win the Kentucky Derby next year? It's like, my God, we have a huge game coming up. I know. And we're talking about Stafford and Goff and if Jimmy G goes to New England. Now, the thing I want to say, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm weird with Stafford. I really am. I feel like uh, Rob Parker calls him Pad Stafford. Pad Stafford, like padding the stats. And I get it because I look at it last four seasons – 23-32-1, 31st rank out of 55 games, 31st ranked quarterback at 23-32-1. But fourth quarter passing yards, 3,900 is top five. 30 touchdown passes in the fourth quarter, that's top five. It kind of demonstrates what everyone says, like, oh, he's a great fantasy quarterback, good garbage time quarterback, but can't get wins. 
Not going to be the same with the Rams. They'll have the lead. I, I go back and forth because I think Stafford gets a little too much credit in that regard. And people will point out he doesn't have a thousand yard rusher or a hundred yard rusher in games too much, but certainly there for him to get nice stats. And then on the other hand, I think you have to be just a little bit better than Goff to thrive in that Rams offense. So he'll probably do well. What do you think about this? First thing, short-term, 2021, everybody gets a little bit too crazy. They ignore the way pro football flows over the course of, let's say, three years, five years, whatever. The only thing that really, really you can have substantive opinion on is the 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 season upcoming. I mean, what what's going to be with the salary cap and everything, two or five years and everything else? That That's too murky to properly weigh in on, in my opinion. I think the Rams... With Matthew Stafford, I said it about the Colts and the Niners, so I feel like I kind of have to say it about the Rams. The Rams are legitimate Super Bowl 56 contenders right now because they have Matthew Stafford, who is basically a better version of Jared Goff. Their skill sets are, are right. very similar. It just one Stafford is better. That's what you need, yeah. I also, in the debate of our time, the rolling debate of our time in pro football is, do QB wins matter? Are those an actual stat? Yes, it's nice to have what, say, Ben Roethlisberger has going for him, a ne never having had a losing season, um, s stuff like that. But I'm not worried as much about what happens in mid-October. More, when I talk about QB wins, it's what happens in January. And Stafford currently stands as the personification of QB wins can't be a stat because look at Matthew Stafford, who's never won a playoff game. At some point, it... it you reach the minimum standard of what's around you before you just can't overcome it. And, uh, and Matthew Stafford's been stuck in that in Detroit, by the yeah, way, I, I should just, have beaten it, your Cowboys. You got a bad call against them. That yeah. He also had that. three possessions after that. I know how everybody wants to talk about that defensive holding. He lost that game. They had three offensive possessions that people make it like it was the Des play. And it was the last Cowboys possession the following week against green Bay. But yeah, I don't, I don't buy that so much, but I mean, but the great despair, you anyway. could say, you could say wins, losses don't matter or in October, don't matter. 31st, like he's not in the middle of the pack. He's no, 31st right. in those 50, 55, 56 games. I like it, though. And I think and I, the bottom line is, I, I mean, I think the Rams really do well uh, getting rid of the golf contract. I guess there's some financial benefit. I mean, you have to absorb that contract. And so he's your bridge QB, essentially, is Jared Goff if you're Detroit now. Well, does he take a snap? I think there's 50-50 that he even takes a snap with it. They may just move on from him. What they did was they on, you know, they they got the picks. They were in it for the uh draft picks. How so. do you purge that deal though? It's not like the NBA. It's not as easy to shake off the the guaranteed loot now if you're You shook it off with all these draft picks. That's the thing. I know he has to sit oh, the oh, bench, but they could maybe do better. They could maybe do better than him with what's still out there. I, I mean, know. can you imagine how, I mean, it's it's funny if you're a Bears, Packers, or Vikings fan, because, I mean, it's the game that maybe people like me make too much out of, but yeah. two years ago, when Goff went up there and it was cold against Chicago, he looked like a SoCal kid or a California boy who had no idea what to do because it was chilly outside, and now he's in the NFC North. So uh, weird. Not great, I, I, not great prospects for the near future if you're up well, there. What's weird is a week ago we were talking about poor Aaron Rodgers. Does Aaron Rodgers want to move on? He was a bit one of the big winners this week, right? You got Mike Pettin is fired. 
Uh, all right. You don't have to see that guy anymore in the, in the locker room, whether, you know, I actually thought Petten did a good job. I think that defense allowed like 17 points a game over the last seven weeks, but at least you don't have to have that reminder of how they absolutely quit at the, at the end of the first half. Mike Petten's, uh, you know, the safety need, needs to make a play there, but, uh, horrible, horrible say- defensive calls. And also now Goff being in the division, pretty good week for Aaron Rodgers. Stay. Stay with the Packers. You're good. You got Goff, Trubisky. Who am I missing out on? Draft Trub- Kirk. Oh, Kirk Cousins. Kirk. Right. And yeah, I mean, he's yeah, another, right. he's another. But you know, it's funny because I said two plus years ago when the Rams gave that contract to Goff, I mm-hmm. publicly stated repeatedly, this is not the 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 I don't know if it's a metaphor or whatever, but like, you know, like moms who want their kids to be healthy take a slab of regular old bread and then they put some Nutella on mm. it and they're like, here's your dessert. And it's like, yeah. just cause you call that dessert does not make it dessert. And there's another debate going on of like, I like boneless chicken wings, you know, oh, I know it going on. I like, to get to those, it. Just bad. cause you call them boneless chicken wings does not make them chicken wings. Those have nothing to do with chicken wings. Jen and, and it, Jerry on waiver wired, uh, uh, I, I hate this. I, I was listening to it over the week. I was going for a walk and I almost screamed in the park and people were like looking at me. I was so distraught. They claim that boneless chicken and you're right. They call them boneless chicken wings. Mm-hmm. They prefer them to bone chicken wings. They were talking about Super Bowl delicacies and, and what kind of party that that's not a party. That's not that's not that's a happy meal, right? right. Those are McNuggets. Right. You're a seven year old at that point. You don't get to like just because you apply something to trick yourself or make yeah. yourself feel better about whatever you're doing. Like, you know, if you, I, I, I am not I'm not one of these. If you want to put ketchup on your wiener, go ahead. It's oh. a free society. You know, I've, yeah. I've had this debate like, oh, you're not. People always love to hit me up on social media. Oh, according to Matt Money Smith, voice of the Chargers, you're a child because you put ketchup on your wiener. And I say. Listen, I don't care what chair what chairman Mountie Smith thinks I'm allowed to put mm. on my wiener. I live in a free society. Ergo, if you want to eat pineapple and put it on your pizzas, then and ham and all that, okay, let's just not call it pizza because you've now it's not pizza right. anymore. Come up with a new name. I don't like when Dr. Pepper has vanilla Dr. Pepper. It's like, well, that's not any that's not Dr. Pepper anymore. That's some Dr. Pepper plus vanilla flavored can uh, can I got to tell you, I I don't know if they're thinking of uh, redoing the campaign ABC for the agony of defeat, but Mm. maybe replace that video of the poor uh, Slovenian ski jumper um, with Jen and Jerry passing up uh, bone in chicken wings and going right for the the chicken fingers. (laughs) I I think that's the. That's the agony of defeat as far as uh, I like that I'm better. Concerned. I thought you were going to say having to listen to me for the last 48. Seconds, oh, no, because that's, no, no, no. that's not that's not exactly winning at life either. But yes, because Let's, you decide that you're yeah. a quarterback who you used the first round draft pick on and you kind of structured things in such a way to to help him out when it comes time for that second contract in uh, the hundreds of millions of dollars, just because you've put in this time and effort and constructed this reality for yourself where this is our franchise QB does not mean he's worth that money. I said, sure. Jared Goff was going to be the guy who you had to track to see if these It's kind of like the running back thing. Um, a couple of years delayed here. Now you have Jared Goff and Jimmy G and Kirk cousins. Are those guys real franchise QBs that you want to build everything around for the next uh, five years or so? 
or are they fraudulent in this in, in wearing this crown of franchise QB worth this kind of money? Cor- uh, the correct answer is no, they are not. And now the Rams are chasing their tail. I think they did the best they possibly could do here, but I do buy what everybody is saying. If you don't make a Super Bowl run now in the next couple of years, you oh, really yeah, you really cooked your goose with the Todd Gurley and Jared Goff deals, both of which were atrocious. And I do give Les Snead some marginal credit for at least at this point, still kind of like you kind of make a case in the here and now, like, boy, they should be good at least in 2021 because they really jammed themselves up with that. They move, man. They, they, they're, they're good. Free agency wise. They got defensive player. They always do it. They loaded up Wade Phillips with a bunch of defensive players. And yeah, I don't know when it catches up. They used to call it when Eddie B- DeBartolo did it with San Francisco, did it creative accounting. You know, they'd have Deion Sanders one year or whatever yeah, else. Right. They figure out. It's like, well, when is this going to catch up to him? It's like, well, it seems to work out. It worked out for the Patriots over and over and over because Brady took a, a pay cut. But um, the, the one interesting thing is people are like, oh my God, Deshaun Watson's ungettable now. Now you have to give up six ones for him. It's like, just remember the, the extra one that the Lions got for... Um, for Stafford was to pay Goff's crazy salary. So that that's not exactly the same thing. So you're still trending towards a few number ones with Watson and a number two. But um, I don't know. I mean, I thought about it too. I was like, wow, why didn't, why didn't the Rams just go after Watson? Would it have been, would they have had to offer one more one to get Watson? Maybe, maybe Houston doesn't go for it at all anyway, but I wonder what they would have had to give up. Apparently Washington offered more for um, Goff in a way, depending on how you look at it. That's where I thought he would end up. Uh, sorry, for Stafford. I get confused now. Um, Stafford, I thought, was going to Oh, Washington, the carousel has just begun. It's, it's spinning, Sal. You better get all the names straight. They're going to be hard because right. it's going to be spinning fast and furious. You're barely going to be uh, be able to make out which guy you're talking about as they, as they whiz by. Now, well, I was already wrong. I thought Goff would stay, and I thought... I thought uh, I thought Sam Darnold would stay. So let's see let's see what happens there. But well, yeah, with with uh, Watson, the thing that all people are kind of ignoring, and and I have no uh, insight on this, so uh, I'll recklessly speculate as is my way. But you know the the Watson part of it is that the Texans are publicly saying that they want to keep Watson. So. That's not a small matter if you're any of these teams that are trying to make a decision before March in the new year. If like, how long are the Texans? This is now becomes a critical question in this offseason is exactly how long are the Texans going to play this game of like, yeah. nope, we want to keep Watson because if you keep him, I, I mean, like you're going to hold him until the draft. You know, are you? You got to get in his head. Is he the type of guy who could actually sit? We haven't really seen that in the NFL, right? We've seen guys uh, object to trades early on and stuff like that. But is he going to sit a couple of weeks? Like that's yeah, you're exactly right. Like you have to make a decision in March uh, about a guy and what his mindset is going to be like in September. So he calls bluff. What did he do? He unfollowed all the Houston, uh, all, all the Texans. He took he took the Texans off all his social media somehow. That seems like a bad sign. I don't just, know. I don't know. It's I I know that these things get better and in the moment you think, well, this is an untenable thing for the Texans with their superstar QB, kind of uh biggest star in town, certainly without James Harden there anymore. He's the biggest star in yeah. Houston, Texas, a football region of the country, obviously, and all that. 
it feels like, well, they got to just move on. The best thing they could do is move on and get the mm-hmm. second overall pick, trade them up to the Jets and start hyping Justin Fields or Zach Wilson or whatever else you want to do or or get Tua and say, look at all the picks we have and the future is bright. Fear not, Texans fans. But like you say, um, if they try to do this thing of like holding him until August, then who are these suitors that even exist? Do the Niners kind of roll with Jimmy yeah. G and, and feel like that they're still making is Kyle Shanahan on Labor Day on the phone with uh, with the Texans. Like, how about now? How about now? Can we make the deal? At some yeah, point- it's not going to get better between now and and <laughs> September. 65 year old Dave Culley is not going to get younger, right? That guy's 65. Yeah, he's right? 65. And then, you know, then now it, it, it this is the craziest, all these fantasy football level trade offers. Like, I mean, I, you know, obviously I watch Steelers uh, social media heavily. And I mean, the the offers that people say, yo, Dave, what do you think about if uh, would the, why, why wouldn't the Texans? Because I am a big advocate of stop talking about the Sean Watson Steelers. Mm-hmm. That's just not going to happen. And by the way, to your point, when you want to get somebody in there, it is crazy how magically the, those things can work out like well you just don't have the cap room and like wait how did you just get the most ex- the the patriots yeah, right. have done a lot of that and i mean we, we've seen that in pro football in the last decade but the one that i've been getting a lot is like dude why did like they say down they want two young defensive starters and two first <laughs> and it's like so dude so we give them our next two firsts 24th coming up and these then we are give steelers fans tj yeah. watt we give him t we give him tj it'll hurt <laughs> It'll hurt to give him Teach, but we'll give a we'll, we'll we'll give him him, and then we'll give him uh, we'll give him Terrell Edmonds, and it's like, who? Why would anybody want Terrell Edmonds? And <laughs> what, that that now you're pawning something off, that which is what fantasy football owners do. It's really relatable, actually. Oh uh, sure, and, of course. And then T.J. Watt, who has one year left before he's owed a massive deal, and his brother J.J. looks at the broken Houston Texans franchise and is like, "Get me yeah. out of here!" Like, oh yeah. TJ will be excited about inking a long-term right. deal in that <laughs> with that organization. The problem like, is Bill O'Brien isn't there anymore. Otherwise, he might have pulled the trigger on any right. of the deals you just said. Um, let's talk. Let's get into the game. See, we made fun of all, talking about 2022 or whatever, but we haven't even gotten to the game yet. It's fun. There are only two teams to talk about. We just talked about 32 teams, That's essentially. That's I think I'm going to get these names right. Mahomes and Brady, right? Uh, they're not on the quarterback carousel. They'll probably stick around on their respective You don't teams. know. That's even yeah, that's one. That's see, you even assume too much. That's why, <laughs> Sal, 2021's QB carousel is going to be the most intriguing of all time. And that's I it. Agree. I agree. Mean, I'm with wins. you now. All this stuff, I want to play until I'm 50. Brady wins. What do you do? Come on, Tom. Get get the hell out. You know, like uh, you, you beat Mahomes. Do the Namath after three and run off the field like he did in Florida. Wag yep. your finger one last time and go do whatever the hell it is you do with your free time. It's enough. FanDuel is not moving this line. It's three and it's 56 and a half. And, and, and there's just a massive amount of props, a massive amount of props out there. Dave, hit us with one. Let's go back and forth. Which one do you like? FanDuel expanded over the weekend and there's a bunch out there. Which one do you like? I am going to go yes on there being just one. All you have to have is at least one 400-yard passer. I bet it's either Mahomes or Brady um, who gets it. <laughs> one of those, At least one of those two. I don't yeah. know about a third guy. Okay. Um, but uh, yes, uh, plus, what does 250, that pay? plus 250, a 400-plus passer. It feels like Mahomes um, 
flirts with that almost every week, right? And and then on the other side, like we've talked about now for 19 weeks, you kind of have to shoot it out with the Chiefs, and that Bucks offense has been rolling lately. It makes sense mm. to me that old man Brady's going to put up a big number. He's obviously had some big Super Bowls in the past um, trying to well, rally or he's done it. He's done it twice. How many times do you think it's it's been done? 400-plus yards in Super Bowl history, 54 games. I mean, you know, I mean, it's a different era. Bradshaw had... Um, two of his first 300-yard passing games of his career in, yeah, in yeah. his ninth and tenth. D- different seven. question. A- totally different question. Well, How you said Super Bowl history. I'm yeah, just saying. Yeah. I'm, 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 All right. Well, there, don't, there don't wouldn't go over have been the ones any. That didn't do it. I'm yeah. trying to. I'm just. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to. I'm trying to uh, contextualize for the listeners out. Okay. People didn't right. do it. It's not like, wait a minute, Snake Stabler never did it. Then how? What? What? People didn't right. used to do. How about in the yards? last twenty years? Then, All right, if, now, if now, now we're okay. getting close. I'm, I'm giving wanna... you history, but go ahead. So I'm how, you have all time, creep. <laughs> how many? Just guess. I'm gonna say want... it's happened. I'm trying to think. Three times. That's exactly right. It's happened twice with Brady, five oh five and four hundred sixty six, and Kurt Warner, four yep. fourteen. So I get you got Mahomes is going to be one of the greatest of all times, but the odds aren't. I, I, all right, throw out even the first 20 Super Bowls. It wasn't happening. So you're saying so, three out of 40. If we're looking at the last 20 years, forget anything that yeah, happened yeah. in the three last Three out seven. of 40. So you should probably get 10 to 1 odds, but then okay. you won't, you know? Um, and you're getting, what, plus 240? It's fun. It's fun to root for. I'm, I'm banking. I, I personally don't like it because I'm banking on that Bucks defense, but Brady is the one you think that would... So wait, it, right? so that's the same odds, right? I'm thinking like you're be- basically taking both QBs to do it. So you're basically yeah, talking about split it in half. 20 yeah. to one, 20 to, uh, I don't know what the odds but are. But for one game, yeah, but no, get I get it. So, so what you really need is you need a team to go down big because Brady's, which games are there? 52, one of the one, that's definitely the Atlanta game, right? Where he had 505 and 51 is 466. That's no, not the I Seattle think the five, game, is it? I think the I, I could be wrong. I think Atlanta's the five hundred right. yard was the Philly game. Oh, what? You're, oh, what? you're right. No, you're right. No, you're right. The four sixty six was Atlanta, and Eagles is when he put up the huge number. Five oh five was against the Eagles, right? Um, all right, so maybe it is Tom Brady. I don't know. I, I think you have to be down a lot, and I just don't see the game playing out like that. But uh, I I'll mean, give if they you get one. If they get down if they get down ten points, uh, the Bucks. Then yeah. you know goodbye uh, um, playoff Lenny and uh, Ryan right. Jones. It's going to be a hundred percent throwing the ball. Sure. Um, any scoreless quarter plus five fifty. Not fun to root for, hmm. obviously. But these Super Bowls get off to a slow start lately, and especially it's weird because this is the scoring era. You would think it would happen more. It probably did happen enough in the first twenty Super Bowls, but three of the last six have had a scoreless quarter. Um, certainly the Rams and uh, Patriots a couple of years ago. Any scoreless quarter plus 550 for something that happened half the time in the last half dozen years to get over five to one odds, not bad, right? A couple points Boy, in the first good. quarter. That make, makes no sense, but yes, yeah, you're right. All right, hit me with one. What Juicy. do you got? What's another one you like? I'm going to go with uh, Mahomes to throw a first quarter touchdown pass. Makes uh, makes a ton of sense to me at mm. plus 110 um, for obvious reasons. Patrick Mahomes is really good at throwing the football. That's how the Chiefs um, prefer to score their touchdowns. I think that 
Um, Andy Reid, I think uh, we we understand that he knows how to lay out the first 15 plays of a game and have a solid game script. And so it makes sense to me that the Chiefs will have a drive early and get in the end zone early. And uh, unless Tyree Killer, whoever gets pushed out at the one, I think it's Mahomes throwing it into the end zone. Easy breezy. And by the way, mm. I'll give you another one. Brady Good. on the other side of that, whether they're, I mean, the only reason this wouldn't happen is if the Bucks are ahead in the fourth quarter by double digits. I think Brady is shooting it out <clears throat> or trailing significantly either way. Give me him throwing a fourth quarter touchdown pass at plus 105. Interesting. All right. Those are good. I like that. I like the second and fourth quarter better than the first and third. Hmm. I don't know why, just because they they have more Hurry control up of the before clock. the half, right? Yeah, they use their timeouts in the second quarter and all that. Will there be a two point conversion attempt, Dave? Hmm. That kind of feels like that's a coach thing, right? And I like well, that yeah, they do like decide. They, they, a lot of the players look to the coach for that. No, I know. I'm, I'm just gonna... thinking about like that has to do with like, are you a foot on the gas kind of? Yeah, I think we've right. seen enough like play conservative mistakes. I think. Both coaches are incented, given the chance to, you know, push it a little bit harder. So, yes, I do, too. Minus 130 is yes. I like that a lot. Um, tell me what the longest touchdown in the game. How how far is it? Ooh. Well, the Bucks are going to try to limit a super long one. Well, I mean, both teams, I um, imagine. Um, yeah, Dave. Dave's uh, going to be a defensive coordinator here. I have <laughs> a feeling both teams are like let's not let the other team score they haven't come out touchdown. and said as much but yeah you have to think i, I think that, i think that's right has anybody broken that now that uh, you float that the 73 yard touch because kenny king had it in super bowl 15 the weirdest of all guys Longest touchdowns. yeah kenny king got it in 15 and that equaled john stallworth's uh, the year before, which is a funny thing that they that they went back to back. Well, you're talking. You're what about your your boy James Harrison? You can't. You're just saying from scrimmage. Oh yeah, right. So right, you can't beat. Well, I guess you could beat that if you intercepted it in the end. So um, yeah, the I guess I'm thinking Mus about Musi Muhammad, 85 yards. Musi ah, Muhammad in a gem of a Super Bowl, 32 29. I forget um, about it. Yeah. The uh, by the way, I I declared and I defy you to tell me anything beyond one play from Super Bowl thirty three, Falcons and Broncos. Am I correct in saying that is the forgotten Super Bowl? Not I was at the game. I was sitting next is to Ben true? Stein. I was sitting between uh, Ben Stein and Jimmy Kimmel. We did some win Ben Stein's money promotion out there. I was in Miami, and um. I remember a long pass to Rod Smith for a touchdown. That's the only play yeah. anybody can ever summon from that game is that yeah. Rod Smith catches a long pass from Elway in that one. It is it. the dreariest looking Super Bowl. There's nothing that you can remember like, oh, yeah, because that team wore orange. It's like they both mm. have their ugly uniforms on, their dreary uniforms. Oh, here we go. It's I, that game is that game is a shame, and the football god should be ashamed of themselves for putting that one on us. I put out a list on social media the other day: the better Super Bowls versus the ones that we actually got in that given year. If we could add the fifteen and one Vikings against yeah. Elway going for a repeat, that would have been one for the ages. Instead, that we got was, Chris Chandler. Ugh. Which Anderson missed? Gary? Which 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 kicker? Gary missed? Anderson the, misses Gary. right that that keeps him in the game. Then Morton right. Anderson, who's one of the the funniest guys uh in football history kicks it in overtime to send them 
And he was like, yeah, that was cool. And then he celebrated in his team on the team bus after the game mm -hmm. because he was on the phone. Why did he uh, blurt out joy? Because his agent was on the, uh, on the other end. And he said, you just made hundreds of thousands of dollars. Do you know you have a clause that if you kick the team into the Super Bowl, you make X amount of dollars. And so he made a wow. fortune off of that kick. Yeah. He's uh, very close with uh, Ben Stein, Morton Anderson. That's where I, I, I had no, no idea no. about that. They don't anyway. know each other. Um, all right, let's do this. Should we do this now or should we do this Wednesday? Greg Rosenthal had an article where he lists the top 20 quarterbacks to ever play in the Super Bowl. Now, this is not Super Bowl performance. This is the ranks, the top 20, and it's sort of controversial. He says that. Patrick Mahomes is already in the top 20. Do you want to do this? Go back and forth and see if we can come up with 20 names better than Mahomes. I, I love the, the idea. Bowl. Greg Rosenbaum. I don't know. I like, I like <laughs> the Patriots and Belichick. No, things. You're no. friendly with him though, right? I don't, I don't know. Greg. Rosenbaum. I wouldn't, I wouldn't call it friendly. No, I wouldn't. No, no, no. no. Yes. He's a, he's <laughs> a, a lovely fellow. Yeah. He's great. Um, all right, so let's do this, but let's come up with the easy ones first. Don't go in the weeds for the, the obvious ones. And so if you think they should be in the Hall of Fame, then I think you you would blurt out the name, right? Because Mahomes isn't there yet. As great as he is, as physical, the, the, uh, the best physical specimen we've seen as a quarterback in a long time, he's not a Hall of Famer if his career ends. So we're trying to come up with 20 better than him to have played in the Super Bowl, right? All right. I mean, so wait, what's the, so, okay. Yeah. And you're, and, and I, I gather that your interest in this is that you're skeptical of, of I don't know. I, I didn't even look at it. I was like, Oh, I, I, I don't even want to get mad at this yet because I'm not sure uh, he's wrong. So, but I think it's close, but let's see if we can come up with 20. All right. All right. You guys, you guys keep scoring there. Uh, do you want to go first? Uh, better. So, and this L is list the obvious ones first. We'll get to the 15 to 12. We'll get to the, you know, the all ones right, that are on but the, okay. But like, right. here's, here's the slippery slope and we'll get yeah. them. I don't want to start off with anybody controversial. So I will say, yeah. I mean, definitely better than Mahomes, a hundred percent. Like well, this right is, now in your, in your mind, I think anyone you think should be in the hall of fame and if they are or not, would be better than Mahomes right now. Right? Anybody who's a Hall of Famer. Okay, so that's the well, matter. Well, in, I was your, say, in like, your mind, because there are Hall of Famers that may not be better than Mahomes, but you know what I'm saying. Just throw a name out there. <laughs> I just want to make sure I'm playing it right. Tom yeah. Brady. Good. So that's exactly right. Okay, uh, Joe Montana. Shit, I'm stuck. <laughs> we'll just pull up a website or something. I'm not pulling up any website. <laughs> okay, I'm not stuck anyway. I'm just, I'm just playing games with go you. Ahead. All right. Peyton Manning. Okay. Uh, Drew Brees. Now I'm stuck. All definite now. Hall of Famers here. John Elway. Good. Um, all right. I will say, I will say Brett Favre. That's a good one. I think we've just cleared out once we say Aaron Rodgers. Uh-huh. I think we've, I think we've, successfully named the top five QBs of the Super Bowl era. Well, in within those seven, you're saying? Um, I, I, no, I think we just hit them all. We just got Brady, yeah. Montana, Favre, Elway, Rodgers. We just got uh, the top five. Yeah. And Peyton. Peyton Manning. And, yeah. Well, I don't put him in my top five, but he's right, right around okay. six or seven. But go Different ahead. list. All right, so yeah. that's seven. Okay, so now it gets a little harder. Um, 
All right, I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna say Roger Staubach. Okay, I will say Pittsburgh Steelers, not counterpart, but Big Ben Roethlisberger. All right, I will say we are at nine now. Um, I'm gonna say. Well, I think he's a Hall of Famer. I hate that I'm offering this up, but Eli Manning. Wow. I'm surprised by that. Well, if we go by Hall of Famers, right? If if the if the criteria is he's a Hall of Famer now, Mahomes is not yet a Hall of Famer. But I know. I, I hated I didn't like that it even left my lips. That's ten. We're halfway there. I don't either. That's that's the sort that's the level of uh thought that I would expect from Eddie Spaghetti, not you. Would you so. argue that or are you that just he's a like Hall of Famer? I yes, I will argue that, uh, but I'm not no, gonna no, do it but right that now. He's better than he had a better career than Mahomes if it ends right now. Uh, no, no, I would not okay. argue that. Right. If Mahomes, so if 10. Mahomes, if Mahomes wins, uh, if Mahomes wins the Super Bowl and then turns to dust like the Avengers in Endgame, right. um, then no, I mean he would go down as uh, he would go down as up there with okay. um, Brady and Montana, and there would be no exception to that conversation. All right, that would but be right it. now, so now we're halfway through our list. Go ahead, you go. You're picking number eleven. Well, in that case, I will. Uh, I, I feel obliged to go with. Uh, I'll just throw out Terry Bradshaw. You know, okay, fine. It's twelve. I don't need your uh, permission. Fine, I'll. I said Bradshaw. Say, and I saying, said it. When I say fine, I mean I'm not gonna. Oh, we're not at the argument stage yet. Okay, okay uh, and I'll ahead. say Troy Aikman. I knew you would go with Troy Aikman there. Did, mm-hmm. Wait a second. Am I? If, if do I get buzzed if I say somebody you already said? Well, okay, here's one. Should be remembered. Go ahead. Here's one. He's in the Hall of Fame, so Mm -hmm. can't really debate this. Kurt Warner. Kurt Warner. I was going to put, I was going to say, Kurt Warner, the most forgotten, and not just because I've talked with him directly about this and know that he's just vaguely like, yeah, it's a little weird that people forget my name. But when you do the rankings of the 15 Mm -hmm. best Super Bowl era QBs, that Kurt Warner's name isn't, um, just naturally summoned in the top 10 or 12. I know Kurt Warner's like, what else did I have to do, really? Right. Except win one more. He beats the Patriots that second time, or as a Cardinal beats that Steelers defense. There's no question about it. But anyhow, people don't like that he was bagging groceries or something and then played for the. I think that the I don't think they don't like. like I think what they don't like is the middle, the uh, right. the sandwich, the giant sandwich in between the uh, mm-hmm. the Rams and Cardinals years. But go ahead. Okay, thirteen. Here's number fourteen. Uh, Russell Wilson has had a better career than than Patrick Mahomes so far. Yes, and that's true. And he also currently stands as the guy who, when you look at him, you're like, well, how many Super Bowls is this guy going to win? He wins one, then he goes to another one, and he throws that interception mm-hmm. to Malcolm Butler, and he hasn't gotten close since, really, relatively speaking. That Russell Wilson, toting that Seahawks team, hasn't gotten close to a Super Bowl since uh, since right. 49. That's, that's not... Um, by the way, if you're not keeping up with it, that's six years ago. That's not nothing. Um, I got you. All right. But we're you, not, this is not a, of an hour long NFL network special here. We're just yeah, going through names. What, okay. what do you mean? 15. Okay. We need number 15. Look who's me. getting bored. You brought it up. I'm trying <laughs> to play a game with you. I'm trying to add some color to, to our list. Here. Yeah. But then that's how you forget who was named. But go I don't, on, let's see. Who's did, 15. Did you say Steve young? No. Well, now I, I just did. Okay. All right. I wonder if you're going to argue this. Um, oh, no one said Dan Marino yet. I was I was holding on to him. I thought you were going to skip over. Dan Mar- I'll say Dan Marino. Okay. Now I think we're going to start 
talk about someone getting buzzed. 17, 18, 19, 20 will probably be tough. 17, 18, 19, and Rosenthal has them ahead. Um, I, I mean, is he throwing? Um, I didn't even look at his list. I just on the surface, I took it. I, I saw the oh. headline. Rosenthal already puts Patrick Mahomes in the top 20. So well, I, like, I don't, right, I don't want to add do. the extra layer of kind of getting inside Greg Rosenthal's head. Like, I don't know. I'm you don't have to. Like, like, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to go with Jim Kelly. Yeah. Four okay. straight that Super was, Bowls. What, what, what the hell? That was the next one I was going to say. All right. So now it gets a little seven. That's, and that uh, he, I, by the way, he's more evidence about like when people talk about, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I have to add this too. When mm -hmm. people do the QB win stuff. What's what's better? Would you uh, Jim Kelly with four straight Super Bowls? Those Bills teams go to four straight, and people talk way more about the '85 Bears because they won the one. Yeah, that Jim I Kelly. know that that's not hard and fast numbers that prove anything. I'm just talking mm -hmm. about what do people remember more? That's what they remember is that the '85 Bears had one magical season when the Bills had sustained greatness for right. almost a half decade. All right, I'm gonna th this. I might get an argument from you here. Because now you have to go back. Now, the, I don't think we, there might be one or two, uh, uh, you know, on the fence in the last 15 years that we didn't mention that that you could bring up. But I'm going to say Kenny the Snake Stabler. Well, I mean, you know, well, yeah, you can't really get. say Mahomes. I mean, Mahomes, had, Mahomes has had a better career now. Yeah, sure. You think so? So sure. far, yes? Yeah, yeah. I mean, really? the, it's enough now. Yeah, it's enough. Stabler's I, 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 a four-time Pro Bowl MVP in 74. Player of the year, 74. Did you just Super did Bowl you champ. just say Pro Bowl MVP as though no, that's I'm, a, I'm listing, a thing? I'm listing. He's four-time Pro Bowl MVP. Th it's a list. Ah. Made the Pro Bowl four times, won the MVP in 74. Eh. So you, that's where you would argue with me. It is Stable. bad that... I mean, yeah, that, that one. The guy who, you know outmoded no disrespect to people who are longtime Packers fans but Bart Starr Bart is a Star. guy from another era obviously I'm trying right I was trying era. to stay away but I think Stabler stands out I was just looking at his numbers and uh, I know there's great highlights of him and everything and uh well who would you take over Stabler but not as uh but better than Mahomes well the guy who people love Stabler. to argue about and it lays bare that they don't know what they're talking about is Joe Namath Joe Namath nah, uh, no. his no, no that, well, that's who you're going to pick. Well, I mean, he was ruined by injury, but you know, as uh, as um, somebody who is uh, a pedigree snob and likes, if you have a short window, this is, of this dominance, is a Beaver Falls thing right here. This is a Pennsylvania. I got to get my Pennsylvania. Boys well, he's the coolest there. guy that's of all awesome. time. But yes, look, Namath, the coolest guy at 220 interceptions to 173 touchdowns. Ah, the era. Mahomes look, look at look at the numbers in the, the era. era. That was the did. era of uh, that everyone threw interceptions. Yes, yeah. Look at everybody's interception totals when well, Namath was playing versus now. On, everybody, Stabler every Ham and Ager throws. Stabler's better than Namath. He is. I'm not maybe not what he meant for the game. But just as, as in terms of, I mean, in terms of football deeds. Okay, I'm not going to fight you. I'm not going to get crazy right. about that. Or do we want to talk about Len Dawson is worthy of no, some consideration? I mean. I he know, plays. Yeah. You know, I mean that 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 guy. Uh, I certainly am not going to um, throw Bob Greasy at you, even though he has a hall of right. uh, has a a gold jacket and two rings. Obviously, he should have his taken away. What about Sir Francis? I mean, Tarkenton is what's crazy. Right. 
the anomalous guy when you when you start talking about like ah everybody in the 21st century has huge passing numbers it's crazy when you look up those numbers that the one name that's still in there from a completely different time is Fran Tarkenton. And part of it is yeah. for how long he played, but it, no matter how you want to measure it, it's crazy that you're like, yeah. And then it goes, then it goes, uh, Phil rivers and then it goes Matt Stafford. And yeah. then, it, and then it goes, Bra oh, and then there's Fran Tarkenton who retired, uh, 40 years ago. It's crazy. He ran all around a lot. Yeah. He, uh, I mean, 47,000 passing yards for sure. 37, 700 rushing yards. Well, that's it. That That's what I wanted to see. We got like 17, 18 in before we argue. Targeton, I think, was the Jim Kelly, different quarterback, but of, of the 70s, right? Kind of thing, just went to the game forever. And, and yeah, uh, he went to, right. He, yeah. it, well, he didn't go to four, but the Vikes went to four. Um, he lost three. Yeah. He lost, um, uh, he lost, uh, Joe Cap lost the first. eight, yeah. nine, 11. Uh, um, did. All right, so that was it. Imagine that's all that. I wanted to make. That that's the only uh, point I wanted to make there that we could that we couldn't get to twenty without arguing. Well, I um, I'm also like I mean I we, I think we've kind of had this conversation, but Frank Gore to me isn't a Hall of Famer, and Terrell Davis yeah, is. No. I like the shorter dominant period of success. In. That's that's more important to me. Matt Ryan, Cam Newton, are that that you're gonna get an argument there, right? Yeah, I, I, neither I one of those Matt guys Ryan. is solidly yeah. a Hall of Famer at this point. Um, I don't even know who else we're missing. Kind of uh, plunk it. None of these guys. Phil Sims. Um, nah, yeah, close. right. I mean, you, yeah, right. You can't throw. Um, I mean, Fouts didn't get to it, but he's right. a kind of a fun name to to consider. Not against Mahomes, but where Fouts ranks in history as a. Uh, oh, for sure. Out of the ones that didn't make it, yeah. All right, so that's that. Uh, let's switch gears to uh, basketball. We'll be doing props all week long. The Against the Odds crew and I will do Tuesday night. We're going to do props. Oh, they're bursting at the seams. Uh, Harry's literally bursting at the seams, but they have like 100 props that we're going to go over uh, later in the week. But right now, Dave, it's time for our Crown Royal Athlete of the Week, and I am giving it to Dame Lillard of the Portland Trailblazers. 44 points against the Chicago Bulls, and a dagger at the end, at the buzzer. My God, he's hitting these deep threes. No one hits these deep threes like Dame Lillard does to win a game. I've not seen anything like it. He's Kobe Bryant in terms of uh, game-winning shots at the buzzer, but they're so freaking deep. I don't know how he does it. Um, two threes in eight seconds, averaging 37 and five, an MVP candidate. Once again, Dame Lillard is my Crown Royal Athlete of the Week. Dave, who's yours? Well, let's keep it all basketball. And with the tip of the hat uh, to to all the QBs out there, it's an exciting QB market as we're not even in the offseason yet. And let me start out. Hey, Denver, uh, think globally, act locally. You have a guy who could potentially take over with that gaggle of pass catchers for you in 2021. Nikola Jokic, make him a two-sport athlete, put him under center. It'd be quite a sight in the meantime until Ooh. then. I think we really, I know people like to celebrate Jokic um, because the Joker is a delight above uh, a, a lot of other things, but enough with the pretty boy MVPs and everything else. I know it's the age of Tom Brady. Pretty and, boy. Oh, well, Tom Brady's, I'm saying it's enough <laughs> uh, with that age. It's time for say Giannis won it the last couple of years, but I don't, I'm not, no, no, but well, all right, all right. I'm talking about what, what, what Jokic does. Has there ever been? 
a better passing center in pro basketball history. I know that's hyperbolic, but I don't think so. He's getting pretty close to averaging a triple-double. Again, this is an NBA center. It wasn't that long ago when people would look at Oscar Robertson and say, nobody will ever equal that. I mean, average to triple-double. And, of course, Mm. we've seen guys play at that position, backcourt guys, um, get uh, get pretty close. Obviously, triple doubles are are more common than they were a decade ago. Mm-hmm. But from a center, a guy who just about every game throws a better deep ball than half the NFL QBs do to uh, to a guard on a breakout. Jokic, I love what he's doing. He's a delight. That whole team is a delight, and they're starting to move up ever so slightly in the ever mighty West. Do yourself a favor if you see that that team is playing basketball, make sure you tune in. Because of Jokic and beyond, that is a imminently watchable and delightful team as we move into February, away from football season. All is not last, uh, lost, thanks to the Joker. Well, it, I think he'd appreciate you giving him the Crown Royal Athlete of the Week honors, but the, the fact that you butchered his first name, I don't know. Nicola. He might just, what do you, how do you it's say N- it? Nicola. Nicola. Nope. nope. No, it's Nicola. No, it's not. Jim, it's not Joel, it? It's Nicola. No, no, no. No, it's you're Nicola. trying to be too cute there. Huh? Nicola. Nicola. I think I'm pretty trustworthy when it comes to pronunciation, Sal. <laughs> really? <you>. Yes. Jokic. <laughs> Nicola Jokic. Uh, where do you think, where do you think where, where people in Pittsburgh are from, Sal? Everybody's got the Eastern European blood. I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to trust a no. half Italian, half Jew. I think I know my stuff, Sal. I come from the no, banks of the three no. rivers. These are come the on. names in which I trade. I'm <laughs> steep. My, I, I, ha, I have Eastern European blood running through me right now. You're going to tell me what is? I don't think so, sir. Nicola. Nicola. Now I can't. Now I can't even remember who I'm. Saying. It's Nicola. I, 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 Oh, for God's sakes. Crown Royal is a perfect addition to your NFL game day. Don't forget, stay hydrated, drink responsibly. That was a Crown Royal water break. Moderate your drinking on game day. Stay hydrated. Stay royal. Uh, What do we have? Oh, uh, the extra points gang at gmail.com. Reach out to us. Do it if you have anything to say. I think I do have one email I want to read before we. uh, From Todd Hansen. He writes, um. I look forward to listening to your podcast, but could you please drop your daily angst with the pandemic? (laughs) In the last 10 months, I've taken two lake vacations, family and friends, flown to Branson to watch shows with other brave seniors, celebrated Thanksgiving and Christmas, and went to an indoor water park. I also referee youth soccer and bowl three times a week, still living. I realize I'm lucky enough to live in a state where most leaders still recognize personal freedoms. There you go. But you guys need to take a cue from your pal Corolla and get out from under your rock, bubble rock. Keep up the good work, Todd Evans. Thanks for listening, Todd, but I'm not sure that you are, in fact, listening. Are we doom and gloom about the pandemic? I feel like it's been a while since we even commented at, at, to any great length. I agree. Listen, it's that's a guilty conscience. People keep bringing this stuff up when they want to control, like stick to sports, isn't it? You don't hear stick to sports everywhere. If you talk about anything other than sports, you hear it when Mm -hmm. people don't like being told like, hmm, yeah, a lot of people seem to be sharing that opinion that this is bad. And so they want to push back and make themselves feel better. I'm sorry to say that. uh, They're one and the same. You can't talk about sports without the pandemic. It's been as affected as it's been. A and B, um, I have a job where I can't go to the lake with my friends and everything because I have to quarantine 
for 10 days. So I don't know. I, I would love to do a lot of this stuff and I'm, I would even try it. And uh, I hope you're wearing a mask doing all this stuff. That's the only, only thing I'll say. It's not all about uh, selflessness here. Um, you know, we I, had I a don't great to tell you. We had a great <laughs> wiffle ball game that then turned into a football game. I'm an automatic quarterback and uh, Jacques-Claude Van Damashek against uh, his sister you did Oprah. It this we, we, yeah, yeah, we, we we did it just yesterday, and then we did some uh, some wiffle balling as well. I mean, so you know, don't tell yeah. me about the staying under a rock. You're not going to Branson though anytime soon. I'm not. I I have no uh, trips planned to Branson. Interesting. All maybe right. We, maybe we should do that. That'll be a part of our our uh, trip across America in the car as soon as football That's season's fun. over. We're all going to do that. Get ready, guys. He's not joking around. Uh, oh, we forgot United. Joel's mad. We forgot uh, Johnny Unitas. Uh, obviously, right? I think. I mean, again, the highlights are before my time, but I think he's top eighteen. John Unitas. No. Dave? Well, I, I. I see you don't care. See, you bring a subject up, but then you get like, well, now you're getting too much with it, Dave. But let me just say, Johnny Unitas, great, but in the Super Bowl era, no. You have to, he's the one that you have to draw a line. Sure. Pre Super Bowl. Yeah. No, Johnny Yu, I don't think makes oh, it in okay. the Super Bowl era. I so see. no, I think we're I think we're fine on that. Not Craig well, Morton. Yeah, no, but the idea is is their career better? Uh, the Super Bowl is just a uh a template of where these these are the people eligible for the list. I think the guy who could be, I will let we could do this for I, or right. I could do this forever. That's good. the guy who yeah. could be in the Hall of Fame that feels the most ridiculous, like sort of case to try to make is mm. Danny White. I know that hurts you, Sal, because as a I love as him. a, as a I child, love, he's my you first were favorite, first in, favorite player yeah. in 1980, he takes over for the great Roger Staubach. And by the way, uh, Danny White was punting in the Super Bowl. Absolutely. Go watch him. He punts in the Super Bowl. Number Pretty 11. Pretty good, too. Pretty yeah, good. he was a good punter. And then he was punting. And it would be like, oh, we didn't get it on third and eight. Okay, I got to go punt it now. And Danny White would keep punting. He was the starting quarterback, and he punted for the Cowboys. 1980, he pulls off a furious rally against a really good Atlanta Falcons team, hits a couple mm -hmm. of uh, fourth-quarter passes to Drew Pearson, and almost gets them, but is vanquished in the last minute, famously by Joe Montana. Otherwise, he and the Cowboys, in the year after Staubach, go ask Mr. Furley how hard it is to replace a legend. <laughs> Danny White takes over for Staubach, just about gets them to a Super Bowl, would have derailed the Bill Walsh-Joe Montana dynasty. Instead, he would have beaten the Bengals, Danny White. He would have gotten a ring there. The oh, next man, year, that bums me out. They play yeah. in RFK, and of course, everybody knows the or, uh, people who are uh, nerds know that yep. uh, Drew Pearson got horse-collared um, and just about Absolutely. broke it in candlestick after the catch by Dwight Clark. And, and, and then they play in RFK. He gets hurt, and Gary Hogaboom comes in. Who knows if that game goes the other way if Danny White stays healthy. Maybe they win that game, or maybe because they had just won the Super Bowl, the Cowboys in general are imbued with a different level of confidence. And in, in, in a way, he's as co as cursed as Romo. Some of these teams, 12 and 14, 11 and 14, 12 and 4, 10 and 4 with these teams and can never get to the big game. I loved Danny White. I loved him. I, what oh, do you got I skipped. to plug, Dave? Right. No, I'm sorry. you didn't skip anything. I in, 80, in 80, in 80, he would have loses in Philly, but then in 81 is the one I'm so 81, then 82. He All goes right. three straight. He could have been if he wins two two rings, Danny it's, White taking over for the America's team and it's all that. Sad. He would have been he would have been in the Hall of Fame.
Dave, minus three later in the week. You're at that. Don't cut me off. I'm just getting going. Now <laughs> I'll let's fucking, talk about I'll just Heisman. leave and then you could talk. You could talk all you want about any Bubby Brister. I don't give a shit, but I got to get going. <laughs> at right. Damashek. He used to be Joe Thiesman. And then he wanted to talk. No, yeah. <laughs> at Damashek, we'll have minus three Super Bowl edition for you. Uh, also, we'll continue to look at the uh, hot and heavy Mass Mutual division with spaghetti and meatballs there. Eddie mm. Spaghetti and Michael Meatballs chopping it up uh, hockey style. Lots of good puck going on. Boy, tune in. I said NBA. Tune into the NHL. It's just uh, been I got, a marvelous I, I, I don't even want to. I don't even want to say this, because. Uh, but, but we got it in, in one minute. I just have to say, I don't know if Michael Meatballs is uh, included in this, but I have a lot of hockey fan friends. I don't want to say they're bored, but they're like, uh, we got, we got to get a little, we got to get a little Kings Rangers. We got to get a little Anaheim. We got to get, it's a little, it's a little much. The home no, and it's homes. Not. It's a home and homes. It's great. Check in with me a month from now. Check in with me a month from now. If you're bored of the Sabres Rangers for the 75th time or the. That's because your friends are all Islanders fans. I'd be bored too. They play boring hockey and they're not very good right now. If you're. I don't know. Just you're, if you watched Edmonton in Toronto and your boy Austin Matthews, I saw I saw yeah. I, I thought of you when he uh, when he potted one against uh, I mean just the high end talent out there on Saturday night was was a positive delight and a nice distraction from watching Pitt get absolutely humiliated by Notre Dame. Ugh. At the cousin Sal for me, buy my book. You can't lose them all. Uh, yes, we have against all odds later in the week going over every single. We're gonna try to do every prop bet, every single one. We're gonna go uh -huh. over, and uh, yeah, we got laugh lines later in the week. Lemon pepper parlay guys will be giving their picks. We will have our picks up, and don't forget. Well, there's nothing you could do about it now other than to make a parlay or a bet on Fanduel. Our extra points, extra chance, bad beat buyback contest. Harry is gonna give somebody. $5,555, but there's an excellent chance he doesn't make it with this money from Western Union to someone's house. That's going to be interesting. Plus, I want to stage a robbery, too, so that's going to be good. And uh, there's always a good chance he's just going to have a uh, massive heart attack, too. That's, and you're that's not true. Factoring that in. That's absolutely true. All right, and a reminder to everyone out there, you may feel like underdogs, but please remember, you're all my favorites. See you Wednesday.